season finale in Bachelor history. Hello and welcome to the Morning Bash. This is Lily. I'm Skip. And this is a two-week recap, actually, because we missed last week. It's no fault of my own, okay? But this is, um, I don't remember the weeks exactly, but very late in the game. This is week, so week six was last week, week seven is this week. Thanks for being on track. Oh, yeah. We're going to jump right into these two episodes, but what should they do first? Make sure you follow us on X, a.k.a. Twitter, and TikTok at The Morning Batch. Yep, and watch the Golden Bachelor recap if you haven't yet. We just did the listen. women tell all. If you yeah, listen. If you haven't yet, we just did the women tell all, and it was a hoot. We love them. Mm-hmm. So let's get into last week. We'll do a short recap since you've all it's all been there, done that. We've been there. So read it. Tanner and Cat together. Cat's birthday. Davia comes in. He goes on a date. Are we there? Am I painting the picture? Yeah. Cat's mad. The episode starts. With the next morning, Tanner pulls Cat for a chat, and basically he's like, "I can't see myself married to you," oh. which is a crazy thing to say. He's like, "We just have conflicting personalities. I cannot see myself married to you." That's a crazy statement to make, but valid. Um, she, one thing she said is like, "Just say you want Davia. Don't blame me for the situation," which is valid, but also like you could blame if you could blame anyone on that beach for their personality. It's Cat. My favorite part about that whole thing was when she was like. He's not breaking up with me. I don't want it to make it look like he yes. was breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with him. No, yes. obviously he broke up with you. She goes, I'm so much better than him. How could he break up with me? Yeah. She's so funny, dude. She... And then she goes and immediately pulls the girls. She's like, yeah, we decided to mutually end it. Like, I walked away, not him. Yeah. So funny. It was just crazy. So, that is an end on Kat and Tanner, which I never expected them to go very far. What do you think Kat thinks watching this back? Do you... Th- still think that she's watching this like i'm all, yeah i'm in the right actually and this is everybody else was crazy or she did post a statement today yeah um i don't remember exactly what it said she, she really didn't deny any of her actions or anything mm-hmm. but it was mostly like take it easy on me but um so she didn't deny anything like it wasn't producer editing or anything but i feel like watching it back she got to be like wow maybe i am crazy yeah i just think when she's in the environment where she's encouraged to openly speak her mind yeah. I mean, I am someone who gets very heated when I'm when I'm telling my opinion on something. Yep. So I could see how if I was on reality TV, I would get so passionate in these confessionals where I'm encouraged to give my opinion. Yep. yep. And then you're you're like so pushed as the crazy one, which I mean, Olivia was the first two episodes. She was pushed in like the crazy confessional way. Yeah. So now it's just Cat's turn. Whatever. I mean, this whole thing with uh, saying it was mutual with Tanner was crazy, but anyways, um. The week before this, Blake and Jess had a chat where basically Jess was like, I'm not sure I'm ready to 100% commit to you, which, oh, convenient timing because now in comes Genevieve from hmm. Zach's season, right? No, but this wasn't on Blake. No. This was very much Jess. No, Blake was like, Blake was like, I'm ready to commit, but I don't think you're there, so I'm going to give you space. Yeah. And she was just started crying and was like, whatever. So... Blake is open to explore now because in comes Genevieve and she pulls him and she also pulls Tyler. But um, because of last night's convo, she pulls Blake. Blake said, yeah, I'm open. They go on a date. I don't think Blake would have even chatted to her if he didn't have that conversation with Jess last night. Yeah, probably not. I think I think Blake is like ready to fully be set when he's set. Yeah. So um, Jess then said, would it be weird if he said yes because I thought, would it be weird if he said yes? Because I thought he wasn't exploring. Did, did you understand that? Yeah. She said, she said, I thought he wasn't exploring. So it's kind of weird if he says yes. As like, in last night. What does night, that mean? Last night he told you he was exploring. And you basically said, I'm like. It, it, yeah, basically the night before he said he was like fully ready to commit and like done exploring. But then she wasn't. So he's like, okay, I'll give you space. So she expects him to... She's like, but it's weird because last night you said you weren't exploring, but now you are. Yeah, because you just literally you said you said, weren't ready for she, it. She wants to have her cake and eat it too. Literally. It, the worst the worst type of person on the show, and I don't want to like stereotype okay, or ahead. like say that it's like a certain gender. Because I've seen guys and girls do it. It seems like this season it's mainly girls, a.k.a. Kat, and then here Jess. Um, the person that's like, I want to do something... But I don't want you... Oh, and uh, Eliza. Yes. Can can we just say, 
And I hate to say this, say but the women have been so much worse this season than the guys. <laughs> I, I'll say, yeah, it is crazy. Like, I think there's literally, genuinely, every single lady on this beach has annoyed me at some point. Every lady has done something. And there annoying. are a lot of the dudes that have annoyed me, but far less. I I, I can't think. And it might like, be just the way it's edited. Yeah, it could be the way it's edited. I can't think of an instance in which a guy did something. I'm like, oh, that was stupid. Sean, okay. Peter. You're right. You're right. And we're going to get there. You're right. But the girls are significantly worse. And the we'll get to one here in a little bit that's kind of bad. But going back to it, let's talk about uh, how Jess is like, I don't want you to explore other options, but I'm going to explore other options. Yeah. That's basically what happened. It's just a weird thing to say, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. she's expecting him to, like, sit back and wait Yeah. while she figures out if that's the one that she actually wants. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Awful. So, we'll skip. Uh, Blake basically feels not wanted, which is valid. Like, valid. You're really not at this point. Um, We'll skip to Kat just got dumped by Tanner, and she's like, okay... I, I all of a sudden like John Henry. Mm, um, weird. So she pulls him and she's like, so are you like really happy with Olivia? That is crazy. I feel like if you're going to pull him and try and like talk to him, don't pull him and then question his relationship with Olivia. Pull him and see if you like actually like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a crazy way to start out. Well, I mean, it's very obvious like, she is. Keep her name out of the conversation. It's very obvious she's Rose hunting right now. Oh, 100%. And they, that seems like the easiest target at this point. Yes. Um... I wrote something down, and I don't even know what that means, so I'm going to skip it. Say it out loud. It says he lists all of his likes, and then I put in quotes, a lot of girls are like that. So I don't know what that means. Oh, maybe she was, like, hinting at herself. She was like, yeah, John Henry was like, yeah, I like brave girls, smart girls. And she's like, oh, a lot of girls are like that. Yeah. I'm trying to expand She it. did say that. I wrote that down because I thought it was funny, but I don't remember the context because it's been a week now. Um, no, I think I think she I, – no, no, I know exactly what you're saying. It was likes of Olivia. Oh, Kat was yes. like, Kat was like, what do you like about Olivia? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then he's like, well, I like Olivia because of this and this. And then she's like, mm, well, a lot of girls are like that. I can imagine her like playing with her hair yeah, as she said exactly. it. Gosh, that hair. Mm, a lot of girls are like that. Yes. So um, I'll just keep going with all the Kat and John Henry things for yeah. the rest of the episode. Um, so John Henry admits that uh, he's interested in Kat. I just don't know how he doesn't see through it, though. Like, the fact that she's... Tanner dumps her and then she's instantly all in on this guy. I, I don't Which, understand how he's not. Let me throw this out there. And I, 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 I'm a very big John Henry defender. Is it maybe that the edits are just making Cat look so much worse and that's why he can't see through it? Or is it just so much easier for us to see through it because it is like because we see everything. He only yeah. sees his point of view. Yeah, he only we see, he doesn't know exactly. Maybe he yeah. thought that like that ending with Tanner was mutual, mutual like yep. she said. Yep. Or maybe he doesn't see all her crazy confessionals. Yeah, because he, he only sees his point of view. We see everything. Also, could consider the fact that maybe Castro's getting a very bad edit here, which, I mean, at this point, I almost, there's no way it's just a bad edit. I mean, or maybe John Henry just thinks Cat is cuter and is blinded by that. Yes, exactly. I don't know. I would love to find out, though. John Henry, come talk to us. John Henry, I'm disappointed in you, though. Yeah. But after all these conversations, like Cat pulls him many times, and he still kisses Olivia afterwards. So mm-hmm. it's like we don't know really know where John Henry stands. But we're circling back. Um, next is Cat again pulls Eliza into the bathroom, and she's like, basically, Charity told me to stay away from Aaron. Like he's the only person that she warned me about. Which you gotta think she's just causing drama, right? Like. Because it's now, like, week three. Do you think she would have said that from the beginning? Because they've both been there since day one. At this point, Hurricane Cat is going out. She's done. So if you're going to, you know, go out, go out swinging, cause some drama, cause some mayhem before you leave. I think that's what's happening here. So basically, we're, we're trying to skim through this episode really quick so we can get to the recent episode. Yeah. So, sorry if we're missing a few things. But basically, Cat said that Eliza... Or, no, Kat said that Aaron B. had an ex-girlfriend before the show. Ooh. And, like, went on the show with that girlfriend. And there's a whole lot of drama there. It didn't make much sense. We don't care. She told Eliza, and Eliza's, Eliza's like, I never met Charity, but I am I trust her for sure. Which is crazy. 
Um, How do you not trust Charity? And then later in the episode, uh, we get conversations. Uh, he had an ex or two before the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it turned into girlfriends. It was a whole crazy situation. But we'll get to that next episode. Yeah. This is the backstory. This is just the laying down the groundwork. Yes. Okay. And here comes the new lady, Becca from Zack season. Oh. Do you remember her at all? No. Not like, even in the slightest. Not, Did she go home night one? Probably. I don't remember okay. her an instance of her. Um. She comes in. And I actually, I think I remember Sam more than I remember her. Literally, I know. Canadian Sam. <laughs> Canadians. We didn't even watch Canada. I know. So, um, she pulls Brayden for a date. And Brayden actively says yes. He's very excited. They go on a date. They go to uh, Cocina Tokurika. And Rachel is bummed because they just had their pinata date like yesterday. Literally and the best date I ever. genuinely thought like it was the greatest connection on this show the entire time. Yeah. Like I thought no people have ever been happier on this show. Like this is it. This is the moment. Yeah. And he and she's bummed. He's on a new date. Of course, we don't know that it's like if it's over for them. We just know he's on a date. Yes. Which I guess you couldn't be mad at him because it's. You just went just on a date. Just went on a yeah. date. It's not like it was like building. And, and also, you got to think like Brayden genuinely is just such a fun guy. Like, yeah. it, was it such a good date or was Brayden just having fun? And yeah. it's impossible it for him. Date. It was a fun date. It was a fun date, and it's impossible for Brayden not to have fun. You know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, I think we're kind of... Oh, no. We're missing one big thing. And then we can kind of get to the next episode. Jess pulls Tyler Norris. Oh. Chatting. He's like... They start talking about, like, who they like, what's been going on. And then they... Tyler said he would take Jess on a date if he had a chance. And then they kiss. Oh. Is that not crazy? Tyler Norris is with Mercedes. They went on a date a few weeks ago. And... They seem pretty solid. That's a crazy thing. And the fact that nobody addressed it, like, no one was like, oh, my God, is that Jess and Tyler kissing? Yeah. It's weird. I think it's, like, very much, you know, you're on this show, obviously, to meet people. And, like, especially when you're the guy, I think you can do, or not, like, not saying guys can do this, but, like, guys have the rose this week. Yeah. So when you have the rose, I think this is something you can do. You can go out, because what's Mercedes going to do? Be like... You, I mean, obviously, Sean made the mistake of trying to do this when they didn't have the rose. Yeah. Didn't work out for him. Um, yeah, but to kiss is crazy. It is crazy, but at the same time... Like, Olivia got mad on day one when that happened. What's Mercedes going to say? No. That's messed up. Why would you do that? Yeah, but she's still going to go after him for the rose. He's got to think. I don't know. Anyways. You can do it when you have the rose. That was a very, very... You shouldn't, but you can. Skimmed episode recap of all the big hitters to kind of lay the groundworks for this episode. Mm-hmm. So now we'll get into the details. Now here's week so, seven, the big week. Or the week we're on now. It and starts. This week starts with Charity walking down to the beach and she's gonna kind of, it was kind of weird. I feel like they obviously told Kat to be like, hey, mention the Charity thing because Charity's on her way down right now. Yeah. So, and I mean, what a tough situation because I've made it clear Charity's my favorite bachelorette. She, You made that clear? I've never known that. I said it during her season. She was my favorite bachelorette. I've never known that. Is that true? It is 100% true. Wow. I'll make it clear right now. If In case it's not clear, Charity is my favorite bachelorette. That was my favorite season. I thought that she handled things better than any other bachelorette. No, she did kill it. She did She handled things. But I, she, truthfully, from favorite a... Favorite lead? Favorite lead. Well, to be fair, the, all of the bachelors the past, like... Six years have been terrible. Other than, no, second favorite lead behind Gary. Yes, genuinely. Gary's the clear number one, but I don't think other than Gary... No, really, Gary's my favorite. I don't think anybody, including Gary, has handled things as good as Charity did. No, I think Charity did better than Gary for sure. I think Charity handled things better than... I think she's the most... I was going to say most mature, but I don't think you can say that when Gary's there. Yeah. I mean, personally, I love Gabby. I feel like Gabby would have been great if she had her own solo season. Maybe. And I love Tasha, but she had half a season because she shared it with Claire. Yep. So I can agree she's probably the best. She probably was the best lead of her season. Charity, best lead. What a tough situation when you hear something from one of the best people in Bachelor history out of the mouth of one of the worst people in Bachelor history. You know? So Charity comes down. And you hear you hear Charity's words from Cat's mouth. Um, I don't even understand the situation entirely. 
but basically she, charity comes down she gossips with the girls and then eliza's like hey charity can i pull you so they go and chat and they talk about the situation and charity was like yes aaron b um i came home and i had his girlfriend multiple times messaging me and then he was mess she was messaging my family and like can i be honest I don't understand, one, why that's such a big deal that he had a girlfriend before the show. Like, he said they broke up in August, and then mm -hmm. they filmed a few months later. I don't understand why that's a big deal. And then, two, I don't understand why the girlfriend feels the need to message her family. Psycho girl. And her, and her, and her family. Like, he didn't even win. Like, yeah. first off, I don't know why Charity would be that mad because he didn't win. It's not like... Mm -hmm. And then, so I don't know why she'd be mad enough to, like, warn people away. Let, and I don't understand the severity of the situation at let's all. Let's make it very clear that it, it's tough in this situation because... A girl from months before the show. Who cares? It's, it's tough because you can obviously make things, you know, you're going to make the people on this show look good compared to, like, some random stranger. But to, to message not only the lead, but to message her family, like you said when you guys were dating months before the show even happened is messed up. And it, it and it's not like it was when the show was airing, was it? It was when it was like being filmed. She doesn't even know if he's winning. Yeah, exactly. Like she's just being, she's crazy, that and lady. It, it makes me think that obviously maybe, maybe they're just trying to make, you know, these guys look good and they're trying to make Aaron B look good. But could you like, it really makes it seem like she was just very toxic and that she's just looking for attention at this point. If you're going to message the lead, like you're trying to just get drama involved in the show, like you're trying to get yourself, you know, throw your hat into the race or whatever. But to message the family too, that's just messed up. But you Clearly you're looking for but attention. But I also don't understand why Charity would care enough would care. to warn her friends about it because one they didn't end up together two they weren't dating on the show it's not like i'm gonna wait for you like they broke up and then he went on the show and so i don't understand why it would affect her let alone a season that's happening months later like i would say so far back i Who could cares? see i could see charity saying something talking to the girls beforehand and saying something like talking to Cammy, like everyone's fine except maybe aaron b because i got her ex texting me like crazy like something small like that but um, Eliza kind of gets a little bit of clarity here from Charity. Clarity from Charity. And then she goes over and talks to Aaron B. Does that happen now or is that a little bit later? Um, she she goes and talk. Uh, I think they kind of chatted in the episode before a little bit. And uh, he said, that's when he said girlfriends. And she was like, what? Yeah. And then Charity comes down. So then um, Charity and Aaron go and chat. Charity pulls Aaron and oh yeah they yeah. talk about the situation a little more and basically charity was like if you like eliza just commit like i i feel like it was a crazy situation but if you really like eliza just commit to it and he was like whoa i had a crazy conversation that was an amazing conversation with charity like he got what he needed out of that <laughs> and i felt like she was like whatever like this is fine mm -hmm. so aaron i feel like is fully in with eliza and i'm willing to say they are together at the end after this conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Mm, yeah. So, Eliza believes Aaron, happily ever after. Um, I don't think they're going to last outside the show, but... No, but I think at the end of the show, they'll be yeah. together. Yep. Um, so now, that's cleared up. That situation is done. Nice. I think they just wanted Charity to come down so this could be the most bachelorettes on the beach ever. Yeah. To be honest. Yep. Um, so, now we're back at the John Henry. We're back, uh, Cassie, oh. pursuing John Henry. John Henry's not really... He, honestly, at this point, where do you think his head's at? Because I cannot tell who he likes more. Because he, he shows no emotion to anyone. Oh. He made it very clear last time that he was all in on Olivia when he kissed her in front of, you know, basically in, right in front of Cat. But clearly not, because now he's hanging out with both of them a little bit. Maybe more. It seems more like so he's hanging Kat. out with more so Cat. I can agree. Yeah. Um, one thing, uh, Kat says is, I don't mind overstepping Olivia. She is toxic. <laughs> I, I would mind anyone else on the beach. First off, I don't think she would mind anyone else on the beach. Even, like, if it was her friend, I don't think she would mind overstepping. Mm -mm. So that just seems like an excuse. But, that's crazy. Crazy. She's toxic. That's crazy. I mean, to be fair, they're both a little bit, whoa. Great for TV. Um... 
One thing I will say is Eliza and Olivia are sitting and gossiping with Wells. And it, like, you could tell watching this scene, I feel like those are the only genuine, actual friends on that beach is Olivia and Eliza. Maybe, maybe from like the girls, from the yes. girls' perspective, yep. I feel like that's like the only like healthy, good relationship on uh, that beach. I feel like Mercedes the rest, and Kylie is a roommate. I don't know. I feel like the rest are like it's like a Regina George situation. Like everyone just follows Cat around. Like Jess, Kylie, Olivia, Mercedes, not Olivia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like Cat is just like they all just are like, oh, let's follow Cat and do this. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I'm just crazy in that. But. Kat and Mercedes are like, I don't even know how to describe this. This whole cat and what's your thought on John Hunter and Kat right now? It, it just seems weird. Like, I I wish, like, I wish I had, could just, like, press a button and talk to John Henry and be like, dude, just run. I know. Right? I know. I don't know. I don't understand what he is seeing. Clearly, in this he's. I don't know if he's just not thinking or if he sees something that. I mean, clearly he doesn't see everything, right? He only sees what John Henry sees on the beach, which is, it, it, you got to think, it's so you, much less think, than what we see. Do you think if John Henry and Kat end up together and are together right now and they're watching this back, he's like, what did I sign up for? Do you think he's sec- would it be second guessing? No. Or do you think he's at the point where he's like, well, I'm there. I almost think, and this is going to sound stupid, this is going to almost contradict a lot of things, or it's going to contradict a lot of things that I've said in the past. I think once you make it out, you're out. Right, and I think watching it back, it almost doesn't matter what anybody said or did. It's like that was the TV me. This is the outside world. This is completely different. I think if you make it out, you're out. Obviously, it doesn't always mean it works, but I think it's two completely different worlds. That there's been times that we've heard people say things. It's like, oh my gosh, how do you like end up to get like if you're watching this back and you hear him say that right now, like a week before you get engaged, how do you stay engaged with him, right? Like, we've said that many times. I feel like once you're out, it's out. Everything that was said, everything that happened was for TV. And now this is the real world. Just forget about it. Leave it in the past. I think that's what you have to do. I cannot do that. So basically, um, Olivia, Eliza, Aaron, and Tanner are sitting on the beach and gossiping as Kat and John Henry are over by the water. Oh, you know what we should talk about? What? We need to mention all of the X-drama. Yes, okay. Everything on Twitter, yeah. So, the contestants of the show live-tweet during this, and it's my favorite part, because I feel like you get a lot of... You know who else live-tweets? Us, on the us. At The Morning Batch so on X. follow us at The Morning Batch. We actually Batch. do, and we go crazy, and it's probably the most fun I have with anything about this show. Yeah. Anyways. Follow us. Um, I really love looking at the contestants' tweets, but mostly at their likes. I feel like you figure out so much about them. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people like hate tweets about like cat and it's the funniest thing you're like oh that's what they feel anyways so um there was some drama with a few of the contestants and we're gonna read through it because i feel like it gives a lot of insight that we need to talk about in general so i'm gonna read the first tweet that started all and it was live olivia at it's live lou yes if you want to follow her she tweeted um will shows interest in me and kisses me kylie messes it up once again she catches wind John Henry shows interest in me, and we are together. Kylie encourages Kat to mess it up. Anyone else sensing a pattern? Mm, I'm sensing a pattern. Well... So basically, she's implying Kylie is out to get her. Now, Kylie snaps back at Kylie R. Marie with three E's in there. Follow her, too. Follow her. She says, I owe you nothing. I'm loyal to my actual friends. Have a great night, smiley face. So obviously, very, very aggressive, passive aggressive smiley face there. So now we're getting into the meat. Back to Olivia live. said, "Is that why you just called me twice to tell me that, or was it gonna be the fake pageant voice where you pretend that's not really how it went down?" Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Hmm. Mm. Now we go back to Kylie here. I wasn't calling to explain myself. I was calling to tell you to get my name out of your mouth instead you're trolling twitter it's actually x and refuse to answer my phone calls whoa i would love to hear that phone call by the way now so now we get some piping in from someone else in avon in response to the original tweet at avon jones on x don't follow him 
Um, he responds, given that one elimination some meaningless screen time, and they start thinking they can say anything. Facepalm. F you, Avon. F you, Avon. Can I just address no, that? No, we'll quick? talk about this at the okay. end. Yeah, you're right. Let's, Let's just finish this. Let's get through it. Uh, you're Liv, so you read that. Oh, I'll. <laughs> now, this is Olivia again. She says, I was unaware you had to make it past night one to call a spade a spade. My fault. The night one elimination comment is tired of being used to find new content. Mm. And then you can pick up Avon Jones here. Okay, I'll be Avon here. Avon goes back to call a spade a spade? Question mark. You're literally blaming someone else. For your own self-inflicted failed relationship. Ooh. You have obviously gained some confidence to speak like... Wait. Yeah, you have obviously gained some confidence to speak like this since your first round go. Hence the night one reference. Not that it hinders your overall opinion. You're the worst popcorn reader ever. Sorry, I can't read. There's, I was, a, there's a lot to unpack in those messages. I was always so nervous back in elementary school. I would read, like, passages ahead to make mm. sure that I knew what I was going to say. Me too, and then it never lined up. Yeah, Anyways, I was a bad reader. There's a lot to address in there. Let's first off, this. the first thing we'll address is it's pretty gosh darn obvious that Kylie and Avon are together right now, right? It does seem pretty obvious. At least friendly, right? No, I, I'm pretty gosh darn obvious. He would not do that for an ex on the beach. You're right. They are fully together. I put my all my marbles in on that. Mm-hmm. Second off... We'll start with the with the meat part. We'll talk about Kylie and Olivia's drama right there. Without Avon's involvement, whose side are you on in that debate? Uh, Olivia. You think? Yeah. I'm still Team Olivia. I wonder if... Uh, is it, Am I Team Olivia? I don't, no. I think without Avon, I might be Team Kylie. She's kind of just I like... I feel like without Avon, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Um, but... It's it's more so like maybe Kylie is enabling it, but like honestly, at this point, who cares? Do you think? Here's a question, and this is you know fourth wall, but do you think that maybe they're like, oh my gosh, let's tweet some drama and I don't call so. some controversy? I don't think so because Avon went private after this. Mm, gotcha. So my opinion before Avon gets involved is like, do you think if um, Kylie didn't enable Cat? or, like, persuade Kat to go talk to John Henry, she wouldn't have? Because I think Kat would have done it regardless. Do you not? Yeah. I don't think um, Kylie's opinion really changed Kat's actions. I don't think it does, but I understand the point of view as it seems like every time that there's Kylie drama, or uh, anytime there's Olivia drama, Kylie seems to be on the opposite, not only on the opposite side of it, but, but like, like rooting for her, praying for the downfall. Yeah, like rooting it. against her and kind of pushing people no, I agree. to go against her, which is no, pretty Kylie's messed up. Always, for, always rubbing the wrong way. For someone who is your friend, supposedly, uh, pretty messed up. Yeah, I can agree. But let's talk about now Avon's involvement, coming in and saying from a night one elimination, there's so much to unpack from that. First off, the fact that he's putting value in how far they got into the reality dating show contest is weird to me is it not like you have all this to say but you got sent home night one that's a crazy thing to say is it not and i think the majority of people agree like that is like an instant character killer from avon we tweeted this and um everybody was like avon seriously not the dude we thought he was like that is a huge moment yeah yeah i mean honestly like thinking about it really what difference does it make for because not only are you comparing your season right i can understand if there's like if you're in like the actual show right or you're in the bachelor and you know me and you are two contestants and you get sent home night one right and then we're at then you have a lot and we're at the tell-all and you have a bunch to say like bro you weren't even there like yeah shut your mouth you were sent home night one you weren't even there you don't know anything like don't don't be talking like this but this isn't even that season there he's causing or he's calling her out for being eliminated night one from a season that he wasn't even on i think it's honestly more embarrassing that he came second on a season and he i saw a graph on bachelor data i think he had less screen time than anyone else on the show. And this girl who's a night one limb had the most besides Kat. Like, I'll try and pull up the stats, but he was literally, like, bottom two and she was top two. Is it more telling than the fact that she gets all the screen time? 
But, like, she gets sent home night one because one guy didn't like her on that season. Yeah. She's staying on this show, in a show where multiple people have a pick or producers pick who wants to stay. Like, I think it's almost more embarrassing that you are so uninteresting that you have no screen time because you have nothing to add. Dude, I think it's it's crazy that you call someone out. And the fact that, like... It's so weird. It's, it's weird of him to then put value on... yes. On when you were eliminated on a season that's not that even that You're doesn't right. matter. It's like I don't even know. It's like if this is like the big crossover movie, right? Mm-hmm. Of your own individual shows. Okay, I found the I found the screen time report from Bachelor Date on Instagram. Up. The three people with the most screen time um, is Cat, Eliza, and then Olivia of this episode. And then the bottom ones, it goes Crab, Crabs. Jesse Palmer, Wells, date hosts, and then Avon. So the only real contestant that has less uh, screen time than her is Davia, who showed up last episode. Or That's less than Avon. Insane, dude. So the fact that you have that little screen time in this night one Elim is in the top three, I feel like that says way more about anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, it was a gross comment. Speaking of comments. I think it's just weird to, yeah, you know, go into what you were saying. I'm going to read some comments from our TikTok because, you know what, you guys are sick. Yeah, We had so many comments, so many people had an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a few. From J&B, Avon's comments doesn't sit right with me. I used to like him. Valid. Um, let's see what else we have in here. This person said, I love Avon, but buddy, you came in second, which is far worse in my opinion. If you're not first, you're last. This person said, it's so obvious Kylie is tweeting from Avon's account. Do you think that's true? <laughs> I kind of hope so. Okay, and then Serene said, Kylie would have been so mad if Olivia convinced one of her friends to go after Avon. True. Yeah. Can you imagine if Olivia was like, Eliza, go talk to Avon right now. Go do it. Let's see if any of these other com- uh, comments add to this conversation. This person said, I, li- I think Olivia is just jealous of Kylie, to be honest. However, Kylie definitely did go after Will just to stay for Avon's arrival. That's yeah. true. Valid. Um, Olivia is the best thing on Paradise right now. Avon thinks he's so cool because he made it so close to the end. Not a flex. I mean, the majority of comments did seem to say they're team Olivia. Do you, do you, do you, did you read through these? Do you agree? Yeah. I'm agree. I'm agreeing. I'm Team Olivia. Uh, most it there are a lot of people Team Kylie, but there is not a single comment that is Team, team Avon. Everybody's like, "This is embarrassing for Avon. This is." You know what else? I used to like Avon. I you, expected more from Avon. You know what makes it the grossest? Yeah. Is let's be real. Like the whole point of this show is to find love, right? And yeah. you can you call people out on this show if you're like, "Oh, you're not here for the right reasons. You're here for screen time. You're here for." You know, you're here for followers. He literally admitted to it. I feel like that's almost admitting to it. Calling someone out. He literally, he was tweeting like, again, once again, no screen time for me. Once again, like he has tweets like that on his account. Like another, another week of never seeing myself. Like that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. embarrassing. And how many, how many times has he been on Paradise? Because he was on last season, wasn't he? No. No? I don't think so. Um, Okay. I swear, I'm not even exaggerating. Look at our TikTok at the Morning Batch. You will not find a single comment that's not saying like, this is embarrassing for Avon. It, like, there is definitely people who are Team Kylie, but people are 80% dogging on Avon in these, which is true. It's a it's a bad look for him. It mm-hmm. really is. Because I feel like he was liked. Was he not? No, I feel like liked. he had an overall good impression until that moment. Yeah. So he went private on Twitter, as mm. he should. Same. Whatever. Um, where are you stand? You're. T- I'm gonna. I'm gonna call myself Team Olivia. Especially after the Avon After thing, the Avon... Like, I'm fully... Avon actually... I, like you said, I think Avon hurt Kylie more than 100%. helped. Yeah. Because now Kylie looks like a worse... Not that Kylie was a good person to begin with, but Kylie now looks like a worse person. Okay. Yeah. We had a crazy moment there. Let's get back to this. Jump back so, in. Come on. We, we have a roast ceremony tonight. We're not there yet, but Aaron B. sent a breakfast note to Eliza in her room. It was just like... I'm excited for our relationship. This is amazing. You're the best. Um, so I feel like they're on good terms. Have to so, be, right? Have to be. So, and now we jump to Tyler, who's talking Mercedes, and he is talking, and he's like, "We, you have nothing to worry about. Like, you're the best. Mm, yeah, because you didn't just kiss somebody. And I'm. And then we cut to Jess, who's talking to Blake, and she's like, 
yeah, you're the, I, I was sad without you. I don't want you to go again. Like I'm, I'm ready to fully be with you. And then they kiss. I'm like, that's convenient. Like they didn't, no one addressed the situation that happened last episode, which was so weird to me. You know, what's crazy though? What? Is they both kind of went out. They both kind of went on their own date or like not date, but like Blake went on his own date and, you know, Jess did her, her own thing. I feel like at this point they're almost end game. Yeah. Like they they separated for a minute, came back together. I feel like once you come back together, like you're 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 But it's so convenient that it Jess is, convenient. is ready to commit to Blake when he has the rose tonight. Like they announced there's a rose ceremony tonight and all of a sudden she's like, Yeah, I'm I'm fully ready for you. Actually That is weird. I would think they're end game until I saw the preview. I don't remember the preview. Somebody shows up. I don't remember. Starts who? with a K. Who? Katie. Oh my god, Katie Thurston. Holy crap, I can't even address that right now. I'm gonna be sick. I I genuinely you said charity was your favorite. She is my least favorite. <laughs> like I've never had a bachelor. Even Claire Crawford, who was there for two weeks and then got engaged, I liked her better than I like Katie. Oh my god, it was terrible. We'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So it's just convenient Spoiler. how Jess likes Blake again. Like it is he has convenient. the rose. They announce the rose ceremony and suddenly she's in. And they never address the kiss with Tyler. It's weird to me. It's all weird. So we go and Rachel pulls Tanner because Rachel is now lost because Becca and Brayden are committed to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel pulls Tanner and it came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah. So Rachel pulls Tanner and Tanner's like, yeah, I like you. And then they kiss. You know, I almost feel like... I hate to say it, but I almost feel like the bachelors are like, we can't lose Rachel. Yeah. Like somebody has to keep Rachel around. I know. And they're like, who cares about Davia? Exactly. Yeah. I I could totally see that. But also when I saw Rachel and Tanner next to each other, they looked like a a fit. They do look like a couple. Like something about him just looks like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like it made way more sense than her and Brayden. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. You're right though. It could be like, we can't lose freaking Rachel. Yeah. Um, we're, we're going through this. Olivia pulls John Henry. Um, and he basically was like, he doesn't want to judge Kat based off her old relationships, which is, I feel like that's all you have to judge her on in this setting. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if she did two something, the two dudes, like that's all you have to do. Three strikes you're out, you know? I don't know. That feels like a weird thing. What else are you going to judge her on? Her personality? Because that's not good either. (laughs) What else are you judging her on? He's literally only judging her on looks at this point. Like. What else could he judge her on besides past relationships, personality? All you've got left is looks. Yeah. And I think there's better on the beach. Like, what is your problem, John I Henry? I don't get it. Yeah. I can't. It, I, it, seriously, this is going to sound stupid, but John Henry was my favorite. Like, for no reason, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was like, no reason. And it's it's like the conversations that they show of them are so boring. He's so boring. She's like, I genuinely what's your job? Think- Oh, you dive? That's cool. They're boring conversations, and it makes me question him so much. It, like, the fact that he is so, like, I don't know. Anyone who associates with Kat, I'm going to question. Even Jess, who I think is great, and, like, she is doing questionable things right now to Blake. But even Kat, Jess, before she was doing this to Blake, I was like, I love her, but she's friends with Kat, and it makes me think I'm not seeing the whole her. Yeah. It's just weird. I, I'm, I'm off the John Henry train, sadly. I was so big on it. How do I always pick people? I wish Brooklyn I... was around. Me too. She would call him right out. Oh my gosh. Can we please get Brooklyn back on the beach? The tell-all. She'll be there. Oh, I'm so excited. God, I'm, I hope she's watching. And she has all the things to say and she'll fill the void. This this whole season would be so different if Brooklyn was around. Because Brooklyn would 100% call her out on and every piece of bullshit. No one else is... No one else is doing it, but Olivia's doing it in the confessional. She's not doing it yeah. to her, to Kat. Dude, could you imagine that tag team of Brooklyn and Olivia? Because she would get Olivia to start speaking. Yes. Gosh, Olivia Which she does. Like that. Olivia kind of confronts her. Does she? Yeah, on the beach. She kind of confronts oh, yeah. her. And she's like, listen. Not quite yet, though. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, we get to the truth box. Oh, the truth box is yes, back. Yes, it's back. Um, one of them read, some girls are homie hopping, for sure. A.K.A. And that's a big ick. Okay? Now, I don't remember if they said that's a big ick or if I wrote that was a big ick, but I don't think <laughs> I wrote that. Um, and then the next one was like, John Henry, if you're reading this, beat me in the hot tub at midnight. 
how do you know what night they're opening this? What a what a convenient what a, note. What a convenient note. So John Henry's like, okay, I gotta walk away. And Kat is waiting up in the hot Unfortunately, tub. Olivia at this point is away. Yeah. She was not here to hear that note get read. Yeah. So they go to the hot tub. Kat's there. They start chatting. She's obviously trying to kiss the guy. Yeah. And she does. She's they made kiss. it very clear that she wants to kiss. And I feel like the kiss really sealed the deal for me. I'm like, gosh, shoot, Olivia's out of here. Yeah. She, like, has no shot right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's genuinely, it's genuinely just. It, it would literally take someone just I feel like leaving. Kat's just more his type. Yeah. 100%. Not personality looks. Yeah. And it, it makes me so upset that he's, he, it's so shallow seeming, is it not? No, it's the worst. It's, it's upsetting me because I had such high hopes for John Henry. So, I don't know if there's anything else that happens, but let's just this go. This is the Cat and Olivia okay. showdown. Okay, yeah, let's this just go it. to the Cat and Olivia showdown. Um, Olivia kind of confronts Cat. So, Olivia hears through the grapevine that, oh, John Henry had a note saying, meet me at midnight in the hot tub. Um, and she's Basically, like, she's like, she feels disrespected. She goes, don't preach girls, girls. And um, you're not genuine. Don't preach girls, girls if you're going to do that. She also just seemed like... She was very much defending John Henry. She was like, listen, John Henry... She was so supportive of John Henry. She's like, John Henry's a great guy, and I know that you're not. And you're messing with so him. So don't, like, be a dirt jerk to John I Henry. I will say that. Like, the whole time, mm-hmm. Olivia was like, John Henry's a great guy. Like, he's so sweet. I feel like I, she's going to use him. Imagine being John Henry and looking back and being like, man... Those like, are my options. I, I messed up. So, um, Kat's like, I am a girl's girl, just not to you because we're not friends. And you don't respect girls. I don't know why a cat said that, but she told Olivia she doesn't respect girls. And then, um, oh, well, she said something. She's like, you just don't respect girls. And then Olivia got mad and threw her hand up. And she just put her hand in her face. She was like, don't talk to me. And then they walked away. And that was the end of that. Mm. It could have been a lot worse. No one Should really be. got personal. I would have fought. I know. I missed the good old fights on the beach. Like a good old nose hand fight. What's that called? A punch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, we're going to the rose ceremony now. Oh, okay. Rose ceremony time. Read the roses. No. Nope. Oh, we're all like, you're right. We're all like, where's Becca? Where's Becca go? We're missing a woman. Um, Maybe she's having a poop baby. And Jesse Palmer's like, I'm going to go find Becca. So he walks away. Jesse Palmer walks away. She was very easy to find. Very easy to find. <laughs> she was just around the corner. And then he's like, so Becca, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm unsure of Brayden, so I don't know if I want to be here. Which is the stupidest thing of all time. If you're unsure, just freaking take a rose and take another week to find out. Yeah. Like, even if you, even if she was like, I hate Brayden, take a rose and wait for someone else to come down. Like, exactly. That feels like the most obvious producer ploy. Like, this girl's stupid. We'd rather have someone else stay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, they know that Rachel, Olivia, Kat are all in danger, and they're the three big hitters. So they're like we got to have a safety card here. And Becca brought no value to this. She said no words. Mm-hmm. She's got to go. So, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Jesse Palmer's like, listen. Because that's the stupidest reason. I'm unsure about Brayden. Jesse Palmer says, we can't make you stay. It's up to you. Uh, but if you want to stay, follow me back in. So she's following Jesse Palmer back in. And then last second, quick, quick left out of there. Yeah. And she is gone. And then that kind of throws a wrench into Brayden's plans because he was 100% giving his rose to Becca. yeah. And now he doesn't know who to give his rose to. So let's read these roses out. So, Avon first. Who does he give it to? Kylie. Tyler? Who did Tyler give it to? Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. Duh. For some reason, I was thinking about the Jess kiss, and it kind of threw me off. But yeah, Mercedes. Next up is Peter. To Sam. Canadian Sam. Yes. How are they still around? Both of them. No, I don't know. Um, Aaron. Eliza. Blake. To Jess. Tanner. Oh, goes to Rachel. Oh, sorry, Davia. You think she was blindsided? Because I was. A little bit, maybe. I think she probably was. All right. And now Not really. I mean, I wasn't. Here's the big Obviously, one. it was going to Rachel. Here's the big one. John Henry. It's between Kat and Olivia, and he gives it to Kat. Even, like, him, his and Olivia's conversations were so much better. So much better. It drives me nuts. I can't even talk about now, it. Now, but before he gives the rose out, he says, Kat. Kat walks up, and he says... You are the person that I can see myself being with outside of this. Yeah. So for that reason, which kind of like, at least like if if you're if you're Olivia in that situation, mm-hmm. and you're not getting this rose, and in front of everybody, not like to, privately to you yes. or privately to to Cat, he says in front of everyone, 
you're the person I actually see myself with outside of this. Does that make you feel better or worse? Mm, probably worse because I'd just rather hear it myself. Yeah. Like, he had so much time to tell Olivia beforehand so she wasn't lost. Like, he's it, he I think totally he, played her along. No, I think it would have been better. Even if it was after, if he talked to Olivia after and was like, listen. Just give her the rose and then go and chat with Olivia. Yeah, and then go and chat with Olivia. Or as Olivia's leaving me, like, I just, outside of this, I see myself with her. Because now Olivia's been walking around for, like, hours talking about John Henry's a great guy. Like, oh, Kat's the worst. And, like, and now she just does well, that. Well, she weird. could have been, you know, trying to pursue someone else. Yeah. Because now she's gone. Which means um, Brayden had now had the rose and he has no one to give it to because Tanner took Rachel, who he was recently with, and Becca's gone. So that means Davia, Olivia, and Genevieve, who had a bl- date with Blake, are the last three left. And at this point, I'm like, it's obviously Olivia, right? Were you yeah. were you ever worried about Olivia in this moment? No, I kind of was like, because, well, no, because I didn't know. I was like, maybe I missed something about who, like, uh, any sort of connection there. But then when he was like, you know, there's one person here who I think deserves love and deserves another chance. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to Olivia. And then it did. Yeah. So he gave his rose to Olivia, which means Davia and Genevieve are gone. Genevieve, sorry, you had a very short run. Poor Genevieve. Um, one thing Brayden said in his, like, confessional before he was picking, he was, like, he had substance with Rachel, and he left it for someone with no substance, and he was wondering if he made the wrong decision, which made me think, like, is he regretting the Rachel decision? Do you think Rachel will go back to that? I don't know if she would. Um, but he made it sound like he really didn't have anything with Becca. He was just, which, these dudes are, like, they have a date in... It's yeah, like out of sight, they, out of sight, out of mind, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm moving on to the next thing," which is just weird 100%. to me. Um, and then Olivia, uh, after the whole rose ceremony, said she really hopes the cat and John Henry do not make it, do not last. And I'm like, "Me too. I'm with you there." At this point, yeah, honestly, I hope that a guy comes down and cat jumps right into his arms. Because and it sucks because like I like John Henry, but like at this point. He's, he did it to himself. He did it to himself. He's a fool. Yeah. So, John Henry I'm, I'm now, Olivia does, all now does pull Olivia. And she just says, like, yeah, Kat's a different person every day. I just didn't want to see you get hurt. And even now, she's being so nice to John Henry. She's like, you're such a genuine guy. Yeah. He, I like, Kat's a, a different after, person every after day. After Olivia just, or John Henry just blindsided her, she's still nice. She's still being nice to him. She, she has said nothing bad about John Henry, which yeah. is, like, even before he picked Kat, I would have been bad-mouthing him. I would have been like, why is he doing this right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. That is so weird. And Kat would have, too, 100%. So, but then she turns into a sad gal walking around the beach in her little hoodie. And you know what's the most telling thing? Is yeah. that most, all the dudes are like, I hope Olivia finds someone. Or, like, Olivia. Every dude Oli- is Team Olivia. Every dude is Team Olivia right now, which is so telling of cat and everything like every single dude was like i olivia deserves a dude right now like oh poor olivia i don't know it's weird and guess what happens in comes michael a dude. seems like he's come from heaven above um and so this is like the next day basically basically uh olivia has a little chat with as you mentioned olivia has her chat with uh um john henry, john henry. um it doesn't really go great like you know she was still nice to him, but she didn't really want to hear anything that he had to say. Yes. She was very much just like, you know what, don't even, like, I don't need your excuses. I don't need to hear all this bull crap. Like, you you played me. You done me wrong. Yep. And I hope that things don't work out for you. Literally. So then in comes Michael, sent from heaven above, as he should be. Um, he comes down, he pulls Olivia. One thing is she said her feet were warm. He took off his shoes and gave it to her. They walked down to the beach. They what had a, a conversation. Nice he has a friend from her town she that she lives likes in. Likes feet. True. It just seems like in this moment it ends pretty much on this conversation. But it seems like it's like a match made in heaven. Too good to be true. But I fear that it's become like a thing where it's like expected for them to be together. And it's like in her brain she's like, I have to be with this guy. Well, doesn't she also pull Kylie? Yeah, but so John Michael or my yeah, wow. Michael pulls Kylie Mm -hmm. and talks to Kylie and maybe even someone else, but I think it was just Kylie and her. Uh, And then he comes back and he's like, "Uh, well, at this point, I got to make my decision. Um, Next week on The Bachelor in Paradise. So we get a cliffhanger. Who is Michael going to take on a date? Will it be Kylie? Will it be Olivia? Will it be another girl that we don't know yet? Um, I don't know. Who knows? Who are you going to bet? 
I bet you it's. Pro- I mean, I don't know. The fact that it is a cliffhanger, maybe it's not Olivia. I don't know. I feel like the smart move would just be take Olivia. I feel like that is the smart move. I feel very strange about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see where we stand with everybody at this point. Who do you think's together at the end? Nobody. Really? Uh, I uh, truthfully, I think the strongest couple at this point, and this might sound crazy, is Blake and Jess. And I I gave my reason. Like they went their separate ways, they came back together, even if it was just like for a week or I mean maybe a they day did or two. Just need space to figure. Maybe things they out. just needed that space, and then that time apart. They both said they were sad without the other person. At this point, like. You can't leave them. I think Jess definitely made some poor decisions, but I feel like if that's the process she needed, yeah. it is, I think I said this last episode, but I feel like it is very reflective of Dylan Barber and Hannah G's yeah. relationship. Yeah. As long as Katie doesn't ruin everything. Oh, I forgot about Because she's in the previews. They as were, long as she they doesn't were engaged. ruin everything. His yeah. ex-fiance is coming down. And Michael, did you watch last season with Michael A. and yeah. Danielle? Yeah. He did not seem to even be bothered by it by his ex-fiance coming down to the beach that much. So Blake it could, it could was be, very bothered Blake by it. Blake was very bothered by in it. In the previews. I'm very confused if she's coming down to date or if she's coming down like a Hannah B situation or a charity Hannah situation. situation. She, I don't know, but I'm very nervous about it because I just don't like Katie, but I really do like Blake, and I just don't want to see that again. They did just post a picture together on Instagram. Who? Katie and Blake. Oh, wow. Yeah, like an Instagram story. They were at some event, and they took a picture together and posted it, which makes me think they're not together, you know? But we'll yeah. have to see. I will agree. I feel like um, Avon and Kylie, I feel like, are obviously together. Yeah, it, well, Avon and Kylie, I think, is the obvious one. And but if anyone else, Blake and Jess, for sure. Is Aaron B and Olivia Endgame at this point? Eliza? Or Eliza, yeah. I think they're to get, I think they're together when the show ends. For sure, I don't I think, know. I, I think those know how three couples. Last. I think those three couples are together when the show ends. I don't think. I think if any of them are still together or like getting married, I think Blake and Jess truthfully are the best odds. I feel like the season's gonna be really bad for um, success. I don't think anyone will get married, but I think the no, because isn't there a thing where like a couple gets married on the beach? Oh, it's probably gonna be like. I think a past couple. No, right? yeah, I think it'll be a past past couple for sure. Mm. What if it's um. Uh, Brayden and Rachel. That would be awesome. Because they, they do seem crazy together. That would be awesome. That's who I'm rooting for. Me That's too. what I hope it is. I do think it's probably an old couple. Yeah. But we'll have to see. It could be um, Joe and Serene who got eloped and didn't have a real official wedding. Oh, no, they did already. Never mind. Anyways, that was were two episodes wrapped in the one. It was a long episode. It was a very sporadic recap. But I hope you enjoyed it. Any I hope last you comments? Um, I'm excited for... Actually... Next week is not Thanksgiving. This is going to be uploaded on Tuesday, so we are like way behind. A lot of a lot of crap's been going down, but uh, in two days from the day that this comes out, we're going to have another episode, and then we're on a week long break because of Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, Bachelor isn't posting anything, so we won't be posting anything. But then we come back, uh, and we're in the home stretch of things between both Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, and we're going to really get back to that. Uh, you know, Friday and Saturday schedule that we had. At least we're going to attempt to. We had it for a week. We had it for a while. Well, a while. We just messed up there. It was really the, um, I had to work one Thursday and it kind of just threw everything under the water. True. Yeah. Unfortunate. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, tweet us your favorite bachelor lead of all time because Skippy's is charity. Mine's charity. And mine is Hannah Brown. Whoa, that's a good one. Well, Thank you for tuning in. Peace and love. Hey, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Olivia, come on our podcast. Peace.